Good evening. As a duly designated representative of the city, county, and state of New York, I order you to cease any and all supernatural activity and return forthwith to your place of origin or to the nearest convenient parallel dimension. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. Episode 145. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to A Half Hour Wasted. Brought to you today by Skull Mint Flavor Chewing Tobacco. Because even rednecks go on dates. Sometimes. And now, here are your hosts, Brad, Frank, and Bill. Alright, welcome to the show. The really big show. It's uh, Star Wars Fan Day's number three convention today. We are out in the parking lot having some barbecue, courtesy of Russell Latham. Yes. The Legion of Dudes, Legion Russell. Of Dudes. Thank welcome, you. Russell. You guys are welcome. My pleasure. Excellent. Don't be, be a professional. Right, I got it. It's good. It's going to sound a little, you know, we're, it's cool. This is on the fly. Cool. It's on this, the fly. This Fuck is cut. Frank's Hill. Frank's Hill. Frank's here. Bill's here. Ashley's here. We have a guest. Brian England is here. Brian is the wife of Ashley's former sign language teacher. Which Why be, do I have to do that every time I say something? I don't know, but it'll, it'll be a big surprise to Brian to find out that he's actually the wife. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just my Ash- first thought. Ashley's teacher was able to get us those concert tickets that Russell and my brother and I uh, used to the show last night, and you guys can uh, listen to uh, an upcoming... I've, I've already lost track of time, whether this is going to be upcoming or if it's already aired. There's an edition of uh, the extended edition in which my brother and I and Russell uh, talk about the show to and from and whatnot. Anyway. Well, that's a good that's a good reason to plug just the extended edition. Yes. Which is on a separate feed, Legion of Dudes and Half Hour Wasted. Uh, just extra content that you can get free. If you want more Half Hour Wasted and Legion of Dudes, go to the extended edition. This is starting to sound like an NPR show. Did you say free? <laughs> free! The other ones are free, too. I know, but this is extra free, which makes it extra special. Uh, that liner you heard at the beginning of the show was courtesy of Bert the Stormtrooper, one of our listeners, Umberto Montoya, who was here to kill you. <laughs> Which he had some other liners I thought I'd, I'd read too. That was the one we chose. We also had the Fast, brought to you by the Fast and the Furious, just like the Fast and the Furious, now with 70% less articles. I don't get it. Oh, I, just, I just figured it out. Okay, Email us. Because the first movie was The Fast and The Furious. Oh! The latest movie was Fast and Furious. It was a grammar nice. joke. That's tremendous. I like it. I approve. Now we should have done that one. That one should have been the opening one. Uh, Half Hour Wasted brought to you by Sunbeam Toasters. Sunbeam Toasters, we cook your bread. Was the second one. Umberto, thank you very much. And uh, if you want to send us the liners, listen to some other episodes and, and you'll figure out how we do it. How it's done. So, okay, um, so we're did, at the show. Did you record anything on the way up here? I was trying to. You know what's funny? Uh, who's the guy who plays Chewbacca? Peter Mayhew. Peter Mayhew. So right when I was walking up, Peter Mayhew came walking out using a, a lightsaber as a cane. Really? And uh, I, was he and poking I, holes in the floor? <laughs> <laughs> this 
chain. <laughs> it's chain. <laughs> I keep shrinking. But while I was recording, I go, there's Chewbacca, there's Peter. Hey, hey, how are you? <laughs> I couldn't remember his name. And it's on the bad recorder, so no one may ever hear it. So. Peppered throughout this episode, you'll hear a bit of me and Ashley and Russell in the car this morning, driving in. Um, we're gonna look at all that. We're plant. gonna. Oh, that's a good piece of brisket. We're gonna talk to uh, Katie Cook early later on. And, Have you talked uh, to her yet? Yeah, we did. I got some really cool five-dollar mini card sketches. I gotta show you. It's pretty cool. Anyway, so we thought, how can we combine the Star Wars convention with Halloween, participating in the uh, Halloween-themed podcast event that's going on mm -hmm. this week? Uh, go to uh, comicgeekspeak.com. You can find out more. Uh, information about the whole week and the podcasts that are participating in this. Um, so Frank said, well, why don't we talk about the scary side of Star Wars? And I thought, is there a scary side of Star Wars? And I guess there can be if you think about it. Well, there's, e there's dark and evil. That was scary. <laughs> Sorry. My gosh. I try to raise you. Do, to wait, do you guys hear that? That's a, a Tessie's prime date uh, calling up saying right now, no thanks. Yeah. I'm gotta stay home and paint my goldfish. <laughs> so, um. Well, they're, they're dark and evil. I mean, if you think about it, Death Star, that's like a big haunted castle, right? Kinda. There's, um, there's a dark side, there's the light side, there's good guys, there's bad guys, there's ghosts, there's robots, there's monsters. Robots? Robots. Robots. Monsters. So you see? There you go, there's the show. That was it. Huh? That's my observation. <laughs> Well, don't forget Muppets. And Muppets. There's Muppets. And if there's anything more evil than a Muppet, I'm still trying to find it. They're aliens. Aliens? That's a good point. Hey, sit a uh, two-and-a-half-year-old kid down in front of Star Wars, and you tell me if that's scary. It didn't scare me. Well, yeah, but you were... I'm trying to remember how old you were when you when you saw it first. I, um, well, I was under five, because I saw... I watched the original trilogy before I watched Phantom Menace. Yeah, of course. I made her watch four, five, and six first. What? You know, that's the way you have to do it. order. Uh -huh. That's a smart thing to do. Um, if I'm going to watch these, I'm going to watch them. I don't think Star Wars. I don't think Star Wars got scary until Episode Three. It was, um, you know, there, there's there's underlying evilness in there, and it's not the so much whoa ha 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 scary. It's more of the uh, you know the dark side of humanity, I suppose. You know what what evil people are capable of. Although I do remember when I did watch episode one, I was scared of the duel. That scared me more this time. Did it really? Yeah. Scared of the who? The but lightsaber duel at the end? Oh, wow. So I could see being scared of that those big giant undersea creatures. No, that well, never scared me. Darth Maul, think about it. Scary dude. That's a scary dude. Yeah. He's the devil. I mean, if, yeah, if you're scared of Satan. Gone, so that's why I was scared. Spoiler alert. Thanks a lot. <laughs> And well, I was already spoiled on the soundtrack. Anyways. Yeah, I was eight when Star Wars came out. That means I was eleven when Empire came out. I'm trying to think. Was I ever scared in Empire? Maybe I was kind of freaked out. The tree when he went in the tree. Yeah, you know. That was kind um, of a. Oh yeah. A scary, creepy, you know, kind of deal. You know, but I think just the whole Darth Vader thing was kind of. You know, if you think about it, if you're a three, four-year-old kid, I remember we there, Darth Vader made an appearance. I can't remember if it was Prowse in the costume. Probably not. 
but at, at the local mall, me and my brother went, and he was signing little pictures, you know, Darth Vader or whatever. And I and you could actually walk up on this on the area they had roped off and shake his hand and all that. And I remember there was a little kid that went up there and went to shake his hand, and he kind of looked down, and that kid just turned around and started screaming and running. <laughs> um, so it's even scarier than Santa Claus, then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At that age, I guess anything big and tall. Yeah. You know, all in black like that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. With but, a bowl full of jelly. Well, what about like the movies and the or not well, the movies, we, but the comic books and, and the novelizations? I mean, uh, Splinter, uh, Splinter Eye. That's that's Splinter the Mind's Eye. Let's see. That came out after. Wait, that came out in seventy-eight. I don't know if you've read that. Or not. Yeah. Wait a minute. It's the one where Luke and Leia are on the swamp planet. And Darth Vader was there. Okay, we don't Good have to for talk you, Ashley. Oh, they call back that, by the way, in the Clone Wars cart, in the Clone Wars really? animated. They, they give really? it back to it. Do they talk about the Kyber, the Kyber crystal? crystal? Yeah. Sweet. Hey, so I have, we won't talk about the, the plot anymore. Finally, I've read that, that book came out in 30 that was, years. That was the first expanded universe right. book. And yes. it came out the year. Did you ever read that, Brian? No, I haven't. Mind's Eye? It's good. It's Alan Dean Foster. You have to read mm-hmm. it knowing that Empire and Jedi haven't happened yet. Haven't, yeah. It's really really good if you can just think okay the only Star Wars I know of is the first one episode 4 then I'm going to read this it was a great story and really short, good shortly after was the Han Solo trilogy yep Alan D. Foster yeah. did those two you know I, Brian um, Daly Brian Daly I'm sorry Brian Daly did that and then there was the Lando Carlson Lando Killers the Star did any of you ever see the Star Wars 2 it was titled Star Wars 2 I had that I had that uh, it's a little graphic novel mm-hmm. And I have it, and I don't ever. It's in a box in the dark. Oh man! Ever because it's so old, it's a literally falling apart. It, and I've probably read it twenty-five times as a kid. And it's just a and it's it's Luke and Leia, C three PO, C three PO, and R two, and R two, and some other, and some other like just Anthony made Parker. up made up character, and they crash land on this planet is it, is and it a have. Comic? To, yeah. It's not too bad. It. And they have to join forces with a stranded there's an like a, an imperial base there that's kind of had like a aliens type of takeover of it. Oh cool. dang. And there's a monster killing these imperial forces and Luke and Leia have to uh, cooperate with this um, with the with, Imperial yeah. Admiral to find out what's going on. It's actually pretty cool, but I, it's in a box somewhere. In the cold and dark because it's literally falling apart and I don't ever read it anymore. But I read Luke, it a ton as a kid. Luke actually does surgery with the lightsaber. Yeah. And he has to concentrate so he doesn't kill the person. It's something very... Some type of surgery he has to do. And they never show the surgery. They just show him... And he's basically got to... He's got to do surgery and then he's got to cauterize the wound. Yeah. And he cauterizes the wound with his lightsaber. Yeah. And there's still... It's pre-Empire, so there's still just a little bit of flirtation between right. uh, between Luke and Leia. There's a little bit in the Splinter of the Mind's Eye. There's just a little bit of Luke thinking, you know, could a guy, uh, could a girl like her ever fall for a guy like me? That type of thing, you know. Is that thing recording? Yeah. <laughs> solid, solid blink. <laughs> I know mine's recording. It's blinking. Oh, that's not I good. The, I don't see the timer moving, though. It's blinking. Oh. It's supposed to be solid, Brad. I know. I pushed the button. Zoom! Is yours going? Yeah. It's been going for 35 minutes now, boys.
This is Frank Rincon from A Half Hour Wasted. I'm approaching, quickly approaching the entrance to Star Wars Fan Days. It's exciting. Oh my gosh. There's Chewbacca. There's Peter. May. Hugh. I'm going to go say hi to him. Good morning. It's Saturday the 24th of October. It's Brad here from Half Hour Wasted with special guests in the vehicle. Russell from the Legion of Dudes. Say hi, Russell. Hi, Russell. And Ashley, my firstborn, is in the back. I say hi, Ashley. Hi, Ashley. We are on the way to Star Wars Fan Days 3 in Plano, Texas. Yearly Star Wars convention. Got some big names going to be there. Got some small names going to be there. It's one of four main convention opportunities for us in the Dallas area. Now that Wizard World is gone. It's a small venue, but, you know, we'll take it. I can take four small cons a year, I think. And yeah. the last one we went to was getting bigger, so it was crowded. That's right. The last Dallas con was was well attended, and it was smelly. It smelled like a gymnasium. We're in the, small, we're in the larger of the two venues that the cons happen at during, during the year. So hopefully it won't be as smelly. Let's see. We got uh, Dave Prowse is going to be there. Peter Mayhew is going to be there. Ray Park is going to be there. Jeremy Bullock is going to be there. Lots of voice actors from the Star Wars Clone Wars series and, and TV. I'm assuming it's the series and the movie that they've done it for. Yes. Uh, I've not seen either one of those. Yeah. You're missing out. It, it, they don't count, nah, so it doesn't matter. I don't want to hear it. Nah, I, don't hear it. It's I have good no stuff. interest whatsoever. I'm in reminded in, in a... Very good stuff. I'm reminded in a... Uh, uh, of a... Uh, and I'll probably edit the edit it in to the show, but there's a a scene in the Big Bang Theory where uh, there the four of them are, are in the apartment. They're sitting down to watch. Wait, is this a recent one? Because I haven't seen it. Like, season two. Recent. Season two. Okay. Uh, Sheldon, no. Yeah. No, Leonard, the guy with the glasses. Is his name Leonard. I don't, Leonard. I don't, yeah, that's I, Leonard. Yeah. You don't watch Big Bang Theory? I I watch at it. I love that show. I love it too, but it conflicts with too many other shows I watch. Uh, well, that's why you have CBS.com to go watch it. Yeah, when you live out in the boonies and around satellite internet, it, it isn't your friend. Netflix? You got Netflix? I do. You can I rent do. it. Yeah. Netflix. Anyway. Yes, that's Leonard. Leonard sits, uh, Leonard's sitting there and Sheldon walks in and he goes, Hey, Sheldon, want to... Uh, Want to watch the Clone Wars TV show with us? And he's like, is this the TV show or the movie? He goes, this is the show. And he goes, nope, I haven't seen the movie yet. And I intend on watching the show in the order in which George Lucas intended to disappoint us. Yes. <laughs> oh. so. I remember that exact I'll episode. put that. I'll put that at the end of this uh, at the end of this episode. It's funny. The uh, the season season one had its ups and downs. So, see, see, I so, don't care. It's just good because stuff. Because it doesn't matter. None of it counts. Why do you say that? Because we know where the story happens after that. Yeah. So? You could arguably say episodes 1, 2, and 3 don't count because we know how it ends. And I would agree with you. They didn't count because we know how the story ends. Do we really need to know how Anakin Skywalker turned into Darth Vader? Not really because it had already happened. We knew it happened. It was a good guy, it was a bad guy, it was a good guy. Boom, end of story. Episodes 1, 2, and 3 were unnecessary. Just like the Clone Wars TV they and movie. They fill in a lot of gaps and questions. Yeah, they answer questions. I, I like the Clone Wars TV show because for 30 years, 
well, not quite 30 years, but all we heard about was the Clone Wars, the Clone Wars, the Clone Wars. Yeah. And yeah. then in the movies, we get the beginning and we get the end. That's all so, you need. Yes, and you have the volumes one and two Clone Wars on DVD. You don't need the series in this movie. Yeah, uh, you should watch it. Series, the season two stuff is really good. It starts with a bunch of, with some Bounty Hunter episodes. Um, and the, the episodes since then, it's been really good. It's a lot more uh, serious not as much silliness, um, and there's a lot of good character moments. I, I, my favorite episodes of the Clone Wars are the trooper episodes. There's a bunch of episodes that focus on the personalities and the and the characters of the clone troopers, like Commander Cody and you know I wouldn't some mind seeing some of that. Actually. And they're very good. They're, those are the best ones there. And the, this uh, are they supposed to have different personalities if they're all clones though? Well, I, they just naturally develop personalities. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But those are some of the best episodes, really. Not, not. I like those more so than the ones that center around Luke and um, Obi Wan and and uh, some Luke of the other. Luke is in the Clone Wars. I'm series. sorry, Anakin. Anakin. Okay. You know, it's interesting you say that about the troopers of the animated Clone Wars DVDs. Two of my favorite episodes of the two. One of them is is the just the whole trooper centric. Yeah. When they're just the silent hand signals. Yeah, yeah. That's an awesome episode. Yeah. There's a couple of them that are, like I said, very focused on the, on those trooper characters, and those are the, the best bunch. But like I said, it started out with an episode centered on the bounty hunters, um, and it was really good. It's Like I said, they really, in my opinion, ramped it up for season two. Maybe when my two-watch pile gets down to the bare minimum, maybe I'll entertain the thought of watching those. But, you know, I kind of felt like, you know, it's, this is exactly what it was. The lightsaber battles in episode 2 and episode 3 while they were cool to watch they were meaningless because we knew who was going to die and who wasn't you know Yeah. the epi- the lightsaber battle in episode 1 we didn't know unless you were spoiled ahead of time yeah, unless you bought the soundtrack right, and exactly. you know, read the back that Qui-Gon was going was gonna to get it but that to me was the most emotionally engaging lightsaber battle of all of the movies. I agree. Anyway. So we're headed there. We're gonna we're gonna meet up with Bill and Frank at the convention. Uh, I don't know, there might be a couple other listeners are there. Uh, and uh, we'll see what's going on. There's gonna be some comic book goodness there also. In the dealer merchandise room there'll be some toys and comics and shirts and whatnot. And uh, so we'll hook up with uh, Bill and Frank. Oh, and Russell Russell brought the barbecue again. Mm. Tailgate. Yep, it's in the back in the cooler. Oh, Second yes. annual tailgate. And I brought some real barbecue sauce this yeah. time. Yeah, and no, I'm with you there. So uh, we'll be able to do that at lunchtime. And uh, we'll check in with you later. Okay, and I am talking to, what's your name? Val Farrywitz. All right, Val, how are you? So I was walking down, and I see you have a an ad-at kind of pin on your sweater. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, one reason why I wanted to talk to you is you don't see it. I mean, there are a lot of girl Star Wars fans, but I just kind of wanted to get your opinion on, I don't know, being a fan, kind of 
kind of a, especially being a female, would you consider yourself kind of a geek? How would you how would you describe yourself? Uh, I wouldn't describe myself as that, but I have been described as a geek. <laughs> um, I've seen all the movies, of course. I okay. like the originals best. Um, I've watched them since I was a little kid. What brought you here? Are you here with friends? Or did you just come on your own? Well, I actually was going to this like walk. Uh, it was right across the street, and I got lost. And so I come in here, and I just felt like home. Like I've I've loved Star Wars so long. I, I went home, changed out of my track clothes, and came here. And so you had no idea this was going on. No, no idea. Okay. So this is just like a, a great surprise. Okay, that's really cool. Okay, so you're a girl. You're 18. You like Star Wars. Do you get a lot of flack from people? Uh, get flack from people about being a girl and liking Star Wars? Yeah, I also got a lot of like appreciative guys who were into it as well and had something to talk to me about. <laughs> so do you think that's a bonus? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, do you have a boyfriend now? No, I don't. Okay, but I guess you would want one that's into Star Wars? Definitely. Okay. You'd have to at least have seen the movies. Okay, that, that's it. Now, what about collecting? What do you collect? Um, anything that I can get my hands on. I don't really have a job right now, but anything that I can afford, I will get. Okay, so you don't have a job, though? No. Not even a part-time job? Working on it. I okay. work at Petland. Oh, you work at Petland? Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. All right. Okay, so what's your favorite out of all the six movies? What you, what's your favorite one? Uh, that's going to have to be The Empire Strikes Back. Really? Yep. So what is it about out of the six? Why does that draw you in? The music, man. Like, that one has has the greatest tunes. <laughs> so it's definitely that. Okay. Do you read any of the books? Um, I just got a trivia book about, like, uh, the schematics of every machine. And I read the websites, so... Okay, well, it sounds like it's a good day for you. I accidentally came across this, and now you're kind of in, and you're among geeks, huh? Yeah, definitely. Have you seen any of your friends? Uh, no, but I've made a couple new friends. Yay, that's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Well, so this is our Halloween show, so we're asking people, you know, what is it about Star Wars that's scary, or do you find stuff scary about Star Wars? I mean, what's the scary thing about Star the whole Star Wars universe? All right, well, I definitely dislike the, uh, the like, uncivilized portion of it all. I mean, everyone's doing their own governing on their own. Mm-hmm. I mean, in your, in your way of torture and then eventual demise, the sand monster. I mean, <laughs> how terrifying is that? I would hate to have to walk that plank of any other plank. <laughs> okay, cool. So, yeah, the Sarlacc. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else? Uh, no, that's about it. Everything else is 110% enjoyable. <laughs> okay. Hey, thanks for your time. I really appreciate it. No worries. This is Frank from A Half Hour Wasted, and I just saw two guys dressed as Jedis standing outside of the Coliseum, and they were both eating hot dogs. How the mighty have fallen. How the mighty have fallen. What's up, dude? Um, I'm next to land speeder, oddly enough. <laughs> yeah, the back of the, the back of the main room. All right, I'm gonna be uh, looking at these three for one comics right next to it. So, find me. All right, see it. Hey! I called you. Your text message came. Yes. What's up, Miss? How are you, Miss? What's up, and. Bro? Good Sir Latham, how are you doing? Good. Fantastic. Good, good. Ooh. Um, now that we found it, we're gonna um, potty. Are Yay. you recording right now? Yeah, I've just had it on. Don't worry, nothing good has happened. So it's just on for grins? It's just on. 
It's new. So, you know, it's a toy. Oh. Does that line go? Yes. Oh, okay. A while ago they said that the line here was two hours, and it hasn't moved in like 30 minutes because all the VIP people are going to go right to the front. Yeah. Those who pre-ordered shirts. Well, I saw the... uh, uh, tickets. I was looking at the website, and they basically said uh, if you uh, if you don't have a VIP or a fast pass, it said just because it was limited signing schedule, don't expect to get an autograph. So I was like, that's nutty. Okay, so this is Frank at the Fan Days, and uh, I'm here with Darth Maul. Darth Maul, how are you? I'm doing. <laughs> you actually look great. What's your name? Evan Greenwood. Evan Greenwood. Okay, Evan, you are Darth Maul. You got the horns and everything and stuff. How long did it take for you to do the makeup and stuff? Oh, let's see. It's midnight till 2 a.m. last night, and then... 6 a.m. till 10 o'clock today. Wow. So, so that's a lot of... So you are really scary. Huh? You are really scary looking. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> the little kids running terror. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Well, let me ask you. Um, you know, being that it's almost Halloween and stuff, uh, my show, we're doing kind of the scary side of Star Wars. Darth Maul is arguably the scariest uh, character out there. Why did you decide to be Darth Maul? Well, I don't know. It's... Well, one was my height is exactly the same as Ray Parks. <laughs> okay, that's good. You know, so it kind of fits there. But also, he's not a nice guy. I've always yeah. been, like, I'm also a stormtrooper. Mm-hmm. I also have that. But I'm not a goody-goody, so it just fits. Same height, similar build. It all works. <laughs> okay, I mean, you even got, I just noticed you even got contact with, like, uh, red, it's, I mean, custom contact. Yeah. Can you describe them for me? Um, they're yellow ringed with red. With little little veins running into them. Very, very cool. Well, you look great. Um, Anything about Star Wars growing up that maybe scared you as a little kid? Scared me. Hmm. I'd have to say, kind of weird is the Sarlacc pit from Episode 4. Or, I guess, now it's Episode. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, it, for some reason that really freaked me out, being digested over a thousand years. And, right, right, right. But that's what me the most. Well, that's cool. Well, hey, thanks a lot. Great costume. I hope you're having a good time. And uh, I guess I'll see you around the con, okay? Okay. We're here at Katie Cook's booth at the Star Wars Fan Days Convention. Bill's here. Frank's here. And, uh... Look at Katie Cook. Remember that? I do remember that. Katie wow. did a nice uh, Lisa Loeb as Wonder Woman sketch. I get a lot of compliments in on Frank's that book. I picked up six of these mini paintings. Nice. I got three Sweet. Marvel characters. I'll show you later. And I got three Star Wars characters. And I'm going to frame them. It'll be, it'll be pretty awesome. How'd they get you to come out here? I was enticed. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to say a lot, but I had some stuff paid for, which is nice because I'm yeah, poor. I'm an artist. It's, it's kind of a given. Now, everybody on this row is uh, officially uh, sanctioned by Lucas. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, it's um, pretty much, well, every artist that's here has done something for Star okay. Wars. A lot of people, it's just sketch cards for the trading card industry, but a lot of people have also done comic books and cover artwork and poster artwork. And currently you're doing the Clone Wars cartoon on the StarWars.com, right? Um, I did season one. I actually just turned down season two. Really? Because I've been offered a much bigger project. Star Wars related? That Star Wars related for StarWars.com that I think is going to be a lot more lucrative for me. You can't tell us what it is right now. Uh, not until December. Okay. But it's wow. fun. It's, it's way better. Awesome. Very cool. We'll email you in December. 
<laughs> so Katie, uh, so how's the reception been here so far for the? Uh... It's it's been great. I mean, one of the things I love Star Wars fans. Star Wars fans are such this great community of people because they're really dedicated to something. You know, they're they're like Trekkies, but not as weird. <laughs> There have been a couple of uh, people dressed like Trekkies here, which is... I think they're I, I here was, to start a fight. Yeah, Every think, time I see one, it's like, those guys are here to start something. Well, you've seen fanboys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was, well, you ever Captain, seen fanboys? Captain Kirk was one of the guys out there who was checking your uh, checking your, your print to get in. Yeah. <laughs> stamp so like you're gonna get, stamp. Yeah, you're going to get turned away by Captain Kirk if you didn't have your stamp on. Nice. Unbelievable. Hey, Katie, one of the themes we have Fashions. for this show is we're real close to Halloween when this comes out. So, you know, Star Wars does have a dark, kind of scary side to it. You know, is there anything about the Star Wars universe that really kind of freaked you out maybe a little bit or maybe too dark for you? Um, when I was a kid, the thing that scared me was Dianaga in the trash compactor. Really? Oh, yeah, of I course. Mean, that, I, I was terrified of that as a kid. I mean, literally, I don't like lakes and oceans because I'm worried <laughs> that something with one eye and a tentacle is going to come grab me. If you don't want to answer this question, you don't have to. It's perfectly fine, but how old were you when Star Wars came out? I was born in 1981. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So you're a minus four. I was four. negative numbers. So um, when did you first see Star Wars? And did you see episode four first? Um, I actually did see episode four first because of my brother. My, my older brother's a giant Star Wars guy. He's also a Star Trek nut. But um, just as a kid, just like the second the VHS tapes were out, that's all my brother ever watched, just over and over and over to the point where my parents were sick of them. <laughs> You know, and I mean, he, those VHS tapes, after a while, they break. Sure. I mean, they yeah. wear out. And every time he wore through one, my parents would have to go get another one. So I grew up wow. watching the movies over and over. Did y'all have all three on video? Yeah. But uh, it, I just remember every day after school, it was either he put in Star Wars or he put in something Star Trek. Yeah. What about the uh, Star Wars holiday special? Did you ever. Uh... Uh, this is how I feel about the Star Wars holiday special. This is my favorite holiday special story. I was talking to Art Balthazar, who draws Tiny Titans. Right. And he uh, he was telling his wife about it. And she's like, well, we should watch it. So he brought out the holiday special and a hammer. <laughs> she said, what's the hammer for? Well, he said, okay, we're going to watch this. And if you want me to stop it, you have to take that hammer and bash your foot in with it. And when it was all said and done, she said, "Man, I kept looking at that hammer." <laughs> <laughs> now, now you're you're you love Muppets and stuff like that. And there's a lot of costume characters mm-hmm. in there. I mean, even that doesn't sell you on it. It's just it's well, not it's, enough. <laughs> well, it's my thing. Is I mean, I love the Muppets. Oh my god. Um, one of my my biggest goals in life is to build my own Sweetums costume. I have literally <laughs> drawn plans for it. And really? one day I want to go to Dragon Con dressed as Sweetums. <laughs> wow. I'm having a I'm drawing a blank on who Sweetums is. He's the okay. giant monster guy that's like the full body costume. Oh, yes. Okay. Jack Job. Yes. I mean, yes, of course. Because I just think that the, the imagery of me in that costume <laughs> is just the funniest thing ever. That's funny. I decided I was going to be Yoda next year for Halloween. Nice. And my daughter said, isn't that kind of against the against I forget the words used like isn't that kind of against you know the reality of the situation I said, well that's why it's funny 
Because you got a six foot tall Yoda walking around. Actually, no. I think you need to do it like the guy who did the great Modok costume, where he just kind of built it around his head. You just need to have Yoda as your head, and then have this little tiny body. That's even off. better. Oh, That's even man. better. There we go. I'm gonna do that. That's even better. Doesn't get one of those like Yoda backpacks and just cut the head off. I think it'll be good. Actually, no. You can buy the infant Yoda costume from Shop oh, Star Wars and just put it over your head and have the body hanging off. You know what I could do? I think I'm distracted for a moment. That's what they do with the dog costumes. Did you guys already yeah. mention that? Okay. I could dress the bottom half of me as, as Luke and have like a fake Luke head. I like it. And then the rest of me is coming out from behind the fake Luke head. That would be pretty awesome. I like it. Now we have, we have your husband here, Ryan. Ryan, that's a great shirt. Could you describe it for us? Oh, it's, oh um, I've never I seen that. I absolutely love this shirt. They call it the, um, the uh, Shot in a Million. Uh-huh. And it's the Death Star, the plans that the Rebel Alliance was using um, in, uh, in episode four when uh, they had the death, the, uh, the ship flying overhead and dropped the bomb in. I'm, I'm, of course, tracing it with my hands, and you can't see this on the recorder. He's um, rubbing his nipples. <laughs> but it's basically the explosion, what it would look like in 8-bit graphics of the explosion. <laughs> you sure it was a 4-bit graphics? Because it's Where did you get that shirt? That's awesome. It's, uh, it's available on ShopStarWars.com. That is awesome. That is great. I didn't even notice that It's shirt. so subtle. I love it. Because it yeah. doesn't say, you know, Star Wars, and it doesn't advertise what it is. Right. You just have to know. You have to know. Did really you recognize it when you saw it off? Yeah. yeah. Make, make them work it's, to figure out what you're wearing. It's subtle nerdery. Yes. Do, um, have you read any of the Expanding Universe novels or any of that stuff? Actually, it's really funny. Um, I don't. No? <laughs> um, my thing, the comics, I just wait for the trade. Okay. Lost in Space or uh, Space 1999? So whenever... I'm going to have to go with Lost in Space. Okay. Uh, Lost in Space or UFO? Lost in Space. Oh, is UFO God. a show? Yeah. Now, is this, does this include the last two seasons of Lost in Space? Okay. Because the first black and white season was primo. Well, it's because it's I love that kitschy sci-fi. Yeah. yeah. I love it. And, I mean, the, I love the design of Robbie the Robot so much that it's led me... I, we collect toy robots. I mean, that's, like, one of our things that we collect. It's beautiful. And it's because of... Robbie the Robot. Well, I just Forbidden Planet is one of my favorite yeah. movies. Of all I'm sorry. I, I have to butt in, and I also have to say the soundtrack by Johnny Young Johnny, Johnny Williams. That's his name on the credits. Yep. Did what? Of which Lost in Space. Lost in wow. Space. Johnny that was, Williams. That was one of his very the, uh, first gigs. As That's an awesome. apple-cheeked cherub babe, Johnny Williams <laughs> did the music for Lost in Space. Which one of you is the bigger Star Wars fan? Really? No, I am absolutely. Um, I mean, this is, you know, we're, we're always here for Katie, and I live vicariously through her because she's the one working with Lucasfilm on all the different projects that she does. Um, but I do video and film production as my professional job all the time, or that I've done for 25 years. And, um, and it's because of those movies when I was four years old that I saw them that set me on that path to go into Ryan, that, that. That's the same that, reason that I got path. into production, too. We're, we're all in the. He's a producer, I'm an editor, he's a director editor. Yeah, I'm an editor. Yeah, we're all in that. Yeah. What's your favorite editing system? Uh, Final Cut Pro. I'm actually a Final Cut Pro certified trainer. Really? Yeah. Sweet. yeah I like the Avid. I'm partial to the Avid. I used it I, for eight years. And so I worked on some of the Avid systems back when I, um, several years, only for a couple of years. Yeah. And then Final Cut came out, and we switched our whole facility over to Final Cut. Yeah. And um, it was much, much, I don't much mind, less expensive. Yeah. I don't back mind then. rendering time. Quite frankly, I plan on, I count on it. So I, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 can, sa- I can save that quarter million dollars on rendering time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Do you like scary movies at all? I'm actually starting to kind of get into them. You know, okay. I've, I've never, I had been a fan, but I'm actually really digging a lot of the zombie movies that are coming out. Did you see Zombieland yet? I did, and I liked Zombieland. <laughs> By the way, I'm sorry to, I know I just asked you a question, but we have a lot of upset listeners at you, Frank. Why? For spoiling the, the Zombieland oh, cameo. 
and I said, "Hey, we put the spoiler alert message in." Oh there. well. Yeah, so we were talking. I didn't mean. I wasn't trying to. Yeah, I wasn't trying to ruin it for anybody, but uh, yeah. that that was magical. The, uh, the we'll talk about it, since everyone knows we'll talk about the cameo. What did you think of the cameo? Oh my god, it was so funny. Which was Bill Murray. And, and all uh, all I could think of is I love how you know because this is spoiler alert. He's no more like, emails, please. He's he's dressed as a zombie, and then they get high and decide to go scare a guy. I, so of course second, he gets shot. Yeah, of course, it's like why? We haven't seen it yet. Oh, he's tough. Sorry. We're just, we we're just, just faking it. We're, we're making it up. We're we making it up. We it for, for oh, no, it's, But you know what's going to happen so when he goes into that room. Yeah. You know what's going to happen. I know. As soon then, as they're talking about But I love that all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, yeah, we shouldn't have done that. And no one's mad. It's like, yeah, that was dumb. Do you, what about his biggest regret? What did you think of that long? I liked it. That I mean, When he said that, which was, what's your biggest regret? Yeah. Garfield? Did you stay? The audience, the theater I was in was laughing. That laughter went for like two minutes. People were laughing. Did you stay past the credits? Yes. So there was that little blooper at the end. That was fun. Um, Yeah, we saw Nick Fury, right? (laughs) Yes, Nick Fury showed up. He says, I'm putting a team together. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you remember one little detail. At the very beginning, the the guy's narrating what's going on. He says he's in Garland, Texas. Mm -hmm. That's like 10 minutes from here. So everybody in the theater was like, oh, no, you know. Crap, zombies. (laughs) Anyway, I was like you. I didn't didn't enjoy scary movies a lot when I was a kid. I've only recently started to get into them. Mm -hmm. See, to me, there's two kind of scary movies. you got the kind that mess with your mind, Mm -hmm. like supernatural stuff, like haunting, whatever. And then you've got the slasher Saw, Friday 13th, all those kinds. And uh, I can deal with those, but I can't deal with the ones that mess with my mind. Well, the thing is is that, you know, the thing that I hate, I don't like having to take a notepad to a movie or anything. So I don't like thinking when I go to movies and anything that really messes. Thank you. I can't thank you enough for that that comment because... That's like people that are like, um, God, what is it, um... That's the, the movie that's backwards. Memento? Um, Memento, uh, whatever Memento. it is. Yeah. The, everyone telling me how great that movie is, and all I can think is, I almost fell asleep during this movie. Every time I try and watch it, I almost fall asleep. Well, it's just, it's it's hard to keep up with. Yeah. And by the way, no emailing, we know it's Memento, okay? I, um, so <laughs> I'm totally in agreement. I don't want to have to think when I go see a movie. I mean, I don't, um, I don't mind some things, but the, the psychological stuff is just... No. Yeah, I like to have fun when I watch a movie. Same here, same here. Well, thanks very much for spending time with us. Oh, and Katie, you. what's your website? www.katiecandraw.com. And be on the lookout for some Star Wars related special in December, right? Um, I'm going to announce it on my site when I can give out the details. Awesome, very cool. Very. Thanks very much, both of you guys. Yep, thank, thank you, guys. This is Frank from A Half Hour Wasted, and I'm sitting next to Christy, who's a, a Leia Slave Girl model. Christy, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Christy, you've actually done a very good job, I can say. <laughs> you look fantastic. So how long have you been doing the Slave Girl outfit thing? I've been doing it for about five years. Okay. Did you make it yourself? Did you order it? How did you put it together? I had it custom made. Uh, a friend of mine made it. Okay. Well, can you, Central Radio, can you describe it for us? I mean, I know most people know what it looks like, but can you describe it? Um, well, most of it is made out of uh, resin, painted resin, and the top is made out of rubber, and uh, my friend does an amazing job. She makes it look as close to the original as it can possibly be. Now, I imagine you're pretty popular at these shows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's safe to say, yeah. So, um, so are you kind of shy sometimes about wearing 
this because it's it's a revealing outfit. I mean, uh, do you have a hard time with it? It is pretty revealing, but um, it's very secure and everything <laughs> stays in place. So I feel very comfortable when I wear it. So if you sneeze, nothing's going to happen. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Do you do any other costumes? Um, yeah, I have a couple other Princess Leia costumes. I have her classic Leia, Bespin Leia, Hoth Leia. Um, I have two Padme costumes: her white Geonosis battle outfit and her uh, black corset dress. Um, I have an Arwen costume from Lord of the Rings, and I have a couple Disney outfits as well. Let's talk about the corset, uh, the corset outfit, because that one, even in the movie, it looked very painful. Is that a hard dress to wear? Um, it is a pretty tight corset. <laughs> yes, it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> when you wear something like that, how long do you usually have to wear it? Um, I've gone like a whole day wearing it, but it's it's pretty painful and difficult. Thankfully, I don't do a lot of you know walking or running or anything when I wear it. <laughs> okay, so do you have cohorts here? I mean, I see there's an Elvis Stormtrooper right over here. Is that part of your troop? Yeah, the Elvis Stormtrooper and I are pretty good friends. Um, we're both just fans that go to these conventions and dress up, and we were invited to come here, so we were really excited about that. So, are you local in Dallas? I'm from Orange County, California. Oh, okay. So you do the all you do all these shows, I imagine, then, huh? Yeah, I um, I go to uh, San Diego Comic Con every year. I've gone to all the Star Wars celebrations, starting with uh, the second one, um, and I just uh, for the first time went to Dragon Con this past year. Well, thanks for your time. I really appreciate it. You look fantastic. You do a good job. Thanks a lot. Oh, do you have a website you want to promote? Um, I don't have a website right now. The only thing I have is my Facebook, facebook.com uh, slash rebel princess, all one word. Okay. So, oh, we, we have, have one site. <laughs> we have a show note, so we'll put it in that. Oh, excellent. Thank you. Thank you, Christy. Bye. <laughs> I'm here with artist Jessica Hickman, who's at the Star Wars thing. Jessica, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. Your commission, I have, you have a list right here. It says your commission list is full today. Thanks. Yes, I'm full for the day. <laughs> but I really like your style. Could you kind of describe it for our listeners? Um, thank you very much. I did a lot of uh, studying animation mm-hmm. and um, a bit of uh, like anime and manga mm-hmm. when I was growing up. A lot of people compare it to anime and manga, okay. but... Um, just animation like Disney and some of the old Don Bluth. Don Bluth. That's a great. That's a great clue for, for everyone. That's great. Okay. Well, you know, part of our show that we're doing since it's Star Wars fan days, and this show's coming out a week after thanks or a week or the day of Halloween. We're trying to marry the two themes of Star Wars and scary. So, is there anything scary about Star Wars that that you want to talk about? Well, did you see the Zombie Week that Star Wars did? I heard about this, but I don't know anything about. It. So, tell me about it. They asked a few artists to reinterpret some of their favorite Star Wars characters, but take on kind of those old, pump, pulpy, zombie, scary horror movies. Right, right. So a lot of people turned in, you know, Yoda being all decayed. And <laughs> I think one of mine was, um, I had a stormtrooper that was just beat up and he was all shot and his eye was peeking out of the, the hole and it said, um, the stormtrooper that wouldn't die. You know, and a lot of people just revisioned some of the more famous horror movies, but they put Star Wars characters in them. So it was really good and only ran for a week. Okay, I wasn't even familiar with that. That's really kind of cool. Okay, well, there you go. I learned something. <laughs> so uh, aside from the sketches and stuff, do you do any type of sequential work? Do you uh, do you work on comic books or anything like that? Um, every 
every now and then some friends contact me and I'll do like short run comics, mainly independent. Um, or they'll contact me to do pinups for comics. I'd love to do more sequential work um, and covers. I just because I work full time as well. I just What's your real job? Um, paper pusher. I work in an office. <laughs> okay. That's all I do. It has nothing to do with art at all. So when I go home, I'm just do art all evening. But then when I go to work, I don't focus on art at all. So. Well, that's really cool. Well, Jessica, thanks for your time. Why don't you tell us your website? Uh, it's JessicaHickman.com. Great. Do you take commissions there and stuff? I'm not currently right now, but I've most likely I'll open it up within the next couple months. So. Okay, great. We'll put that in our show notes so people can check out. Jessica, you're so nice. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Right, bye. How do you keep this thing inflated? Oh, it's got air. What a heck of a trick. It's got a fan in the back, blows air in it. No way. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's not attached to your head. I was thinking you've you've (laughs) got to be, like, losing consciousness or something. Yeah, you barely see. It's pretty hot. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So, are you actually Jabba or are you somebody else? I'm somebody else. (laughs) Rock that. Rock that. Now, would this be uh, from the first movie or is this just... uh, The original trilogy, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Most people don't... uh, don't like the first movie. I think it's one of the best ones. The call trilogy, me, oh yeah. The call me crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're good. <laughs> but wow. Well, good luck to you. I, I hope you <laughs> hope you stay hydrated. Oh well. Step will. outside and stay cool every now and again. Okay, this is Frank. I'm actually walking. I just found out that there is a uh, panel. Russell from the Legion of Dudes just called me and said that um, there's a panel of where they're going to talk about unproduced Star Wars toys. So that should be a lot of fun. I'm headed over there right now. But uh, the hall is full and there are so many people dressed up. It's a lot of fun. Hi, Mr. Stormtrooper. How are you? <laughs> All right. So, and there are a lot of... There are a lot of very pretty girls. This is this is a good con. If you like looking at pretty girls, this is the con to go to. Hey, look at her. Ooh. Okay. Hey, what's going on? Hey, how are you? Excuse me? Ooh, that's a guy. Okay. Look at Indy. Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Oh, I got one of those... I got one of those squat... Um, Super Squad. What are they called? The little, Super the little, Squad. Super, Super Squad. squad. Super yeah, I got squad. an Indiana Jones and nice. a uh, an Ark. Nice. Cool. <laughs> That's a heck of a uh, combo there. Yeah. He's recording right now, baby. Again? Yes. God, I haven't said one intelligent thing all day, and I've got hours of recording here. You just did. Hey, if you lose, Insightful, the, maybe, if you but lose not intelligent. the first 30 minutes of this episode, you are in serious trouble, mister. <laughs> You know, I, I would I would like to take this opportunity to uh, to talk about um, the lackluster um, concept of the uh, of the, the melding scary of of scary Star side Wars. of Star Wars. That didn't go over too well, did it? Look at that dude with the whip. I think we just found out that Star Wars is maybe not that scary. I'm sure, there's scary elements to it. But let's start let's start singing Death the Trooper. theme song. Ready? Hmm? One, oh, yeah. two, three. Who are gonna call? Da Okay, she's ready. Right. 
So it's post it's uh, post uh, post Star Wars Day dinner time at Christina's Mexican. Yeah, the hot sauce is good. It's very good. Let's do a quick roll call. It's me, Frank. Russell. Brad. Ashley. And Bill. And uh, uh, the professor and the kiddos are going to join us here in a bit. I hope so. But what did we? Uh, so what was the consensus of the show, guys? I mean, it was fun for for what it was. Um, I think it was a little smaller than last year's Star Wars deal. It was interesting how much they chewed out for the. Uh, is that just Ray Park? Did anybody else use that room besides him? Oh yeah. Okay. Who else used it? I walked in at one point because I thought that was the room where the toy thing was going on. There was another conference going on. Okay. Hi, how are you? Fine, thank you. So the whole theme of this show was um, the scary side of Star Wars, which I would say arguably was a disaster. <laughs> well, you know. Russell never said his two words. Oh, wait, you did have two words that you said right at the beginning that defined this show or defined scary Star Wars. Do you remember what those words were? What, the hiring expectations? That's true. Oh, yeah, he wanted me to talk about the, the recent Star Wars novel that I started reading. Right? Let's talk about the show, and I'll mention that later. Yeah, so we wanted to participate in the in the halloween theme podcast week that's going on. And Frank was like, hey, let's combine Star Wars with Scary. And I'm like, okay. But on I paper, it sounded good. <laughs> On virtual email paper, we tried. And yeah, um, but we can remedy that right now. Star Wars really isn't that scary. It has scary elements to it. I mean, it has it does have a dark side and stuff. But you're right; it's not like terror, which you, which is more what what Halloween is about, right? I would say it's about terror. Yeah, I mean, scary. I mean, when I think of Halloween, what do I think of? That movie. Does that movie scare me? Yes. Until I turn the sound off, then I'm okay. Okay. Really? I'm a big Phantasm fan. We're going retro. I couldn't stand the slasher movies, but I like the I like the really weird stuff. You like the kind of mess with your mind? Yeah. Phantasm, the H.P. Lovecraft, uh, From Beyond, Reanimator, that kind of stuff. I'm sure, I'm sure they're dated now. The Hellraiser. Watch those, yeah. Did you see the yeah. uh, Paranormal Activity? Uh, Evil Dread. Evil Dead, sorry. Um, have not seen Paranormal Activity. That first Evil Dead is very good. The uh, the second one is the seminal yeah. Sam Raimi work. Yeah. And uh, anybody... Man, they had it on Blu-ray at Walmart, I think, for 10 bucks, something like that. And I thought, I almost had it in my cart, and I thought, when will I ever watch this? I mean, there's no way I could even have the kids in the house, you know, when I watch this. On the off chance that one of them comes out while I'm, you know, you can't just wait till after they go to bed, because they might get up. What and movie? Evil Dead 2. Yeah, I didn't find any of those movies fun or enjoyable. Well, the third one. Not even that one. Uh, Shop was, Smart. Was, uh, Shop is that, Smart. Is that a... Oh, yeah. That's a, that Army of the great, Dead. man. I love that one. No, they can't they go the, for the campy um, uh, skeletons. They have the skeletons yeah. doing... It was the, all Ray Harryhausen's Yeah, yeah exactly. 
This is my boom <laughs> That's right. All right. Listen up, you primitive screwheads. <laughs> the character of Ash, to me, only got interesting when he was in that comic book, Ash versus Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> okay. See, I just... I, I never wanted to ruin my memories of Ash by reading that comic book. That's why I read it, because I thought, well, maybe this will be fun, where the other ones weren't for me. So It was... Well, come on. An Army of Darkness is trying to remember what the three magic words are. You know? Barada. Clatu. Clatu. Barado. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's a there's a silliness level to that. Though. Oh, there's a very silly level to that movie, yeah. which is just, you know, not as good as Evil Dead 2. But Stop just, that. It's silly. Yeah. Think, and we're all the better for it. For me, my two scary movies are Exorcist. Wow. The original, um, maybe Jacob's Ladder. Oh, God, that, oh, that, oh, that creeps me out. That yeah. was very creepy. I, I never saw that. I don't oh, like man. to watch that movie. I don't like those kinds that mess with your head. Yeah, that one messes with your like head a lot. I don't and like those kinds. And I don't, I don't like think those. there's any blood in that movie at all. It's just all just... Well, I tell you, don't walk, run away from that movie if you don't want something messing with your head. Yeah, that will, that will. It was a very well crafted movie. Yeah, it's oh, yes. very well made. So, if you're going to watch it, watch all of it? Especially the scene. Jake was uh, If you're going to watch it, watch all of it, yeah. I see. The, the scene where he's. I have no And it's just a passing scene where that guy's well, head is shaking. Don't watch his the whole body. Thing. None of it will make sense. Still, oh my gosh, that's just terrifying. Thank you. Um, thank you so much. What, uh, <clears throat> trying to round out the talk about the convention. Uh, it was Ray okay Park. for me. Ray Park was very nice. We yeah, Ray Parker's always just, uh, he's a good guy. Yeah. I was, he's, he's the pinnacle good guy who appreciates his fans. Yeah, uh-huh. very much so. I was much very disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> I was very disappointed with the 3D movie display thing. I was I misunderstood. I thought this was they were showing off the 3D technology they're using to convert existing movies to 3D. Like we keep hearing they're going to do the Star Wars thing. I thought that's what this was. Okay. Not what it was. This was we're creating a device that you can stick any movie Movie, any Blu-ray, any movie DVD in there. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. And if your TV is compatible with D, with H with 3D stuff, and you wear the the polarized glasses, you'll see it in 3D. Okay. And um, the the technology that I that they're going to use for the Star Wars movie, I actually got to experience. They had there's this Panasonic truck going around around the country. We were the second people in the United States to see it over at work at Apis. They have the biggest plasma screen in the world there. It's internal plasma screen. It's like six feet wide. I, mean, I can't remember. And you have to wear these special battery-powered glasses. They're not like polarized glasses. Wow. That's what these were today. Um, I thought they were polarized. No, they had battery-powered things on them. Did they? I thought they... I didn't... Yeah. Oh. And they played stuff that was shot at the Beijing Olympics, which was just phenomenal. It was just knock your socks off. Gee, I thought that's what we were going to see. Then they showed the Avatar film trailer, and that did not translate very well. Really? Yeah. That was a very big disappointment. So the, the Olympics thing did? Yes. How could that translate to 3D when it wasn't shot it, no, from two different perspectives? It was... They had 3D cameras there. They had been planning oh, this oh, for a okay. while. This That's was different. shot with a 3D camera. You guys please have some cheese. Thank you. Um, 
the, the, the most fascinating part was there's a scene where confetti is falling at the Olympics. It's just right there. And then there's this perspective shot of all these people kind of marching. Again, beautiful. Just there is that depth. It is, you are right there. You can reach in and touch it. It is so virtual. The, uh, the panel on the unproduced Star Wars toys was pretty cool. There's some, there's some pretty cool stuff. That was very cool. I was bored. Were you? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was very cool. The yeah. one thing I kind of wanted to ask the guy is, what was the what was the most ill-conceived toy he had ever heard of for Star Wars? Well, I kind of, my opinion was the um, the Death Star torture chamber playset. Yeah. 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 Mommy, that mommy, watch! I can torture Han Solo. <laughs> That was pretty bad. And the droids. I can even torture. I'm so good at this. I can torture robots. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I'll pull it apart. Yeah, I, I sat in on uh, probably about 15, 20 minutes of the Dave Filoni, Steve Sansweet panel to talk yeah. about the future of Star Wars. And uh, anything interesting? Nothing. There was. There was strictly. It was Steve Sansweet asking Steve Filoni, Dave Filoni, a bunch of questions about Clone Wars and what we might be seeing, and and just listen. Listening to Dave Filoni talk about Clone Wars is pretty cool. He's he's he is a, doesn't count. Oh, don't start. Don't start. So what do you have to say? Um, he was just really being real geeky. You know, just talking about like his favorite character's platoon. Which one? He goes, he's the one that has that mask over his face and the thing over his eyes. Yeah. He was one of the Jedi who went to arrest Palpatine. Yeah. Uh-uh. No. He was flying. Yeah. When they executed over 66, he was flying one of those Jedi fighters. Yeah, and then the clones turned on him. Blew him out of the sky. But they sworn he was one of the... No, no. You're thinking of Ethoth or... Ethoth, yeah. And Kid Wait, Fisto. Kid Fisto, Kid Fisto, Mace Windu. Ethoth. Ethoth. And uh, who's the fourth one? Ringo Starr. Yes. Was it Lum- It wasn't Luminara. No, it was Luminara. Wasn't it? No. No. It was no. a girl. It was? Yeah. I thought it was Luminara. I don't remember. No. My iPod's in the truck. I'll be right back. No. No, it's going to bug me. There you go. Figure it out. Let's see. But he was talking to about you know how they shoot things very out of order, and he has a definite end game in mind for uh, for the show. He knows where he wants to end up. And he said, "Yeah," and he said he doesn't know if that's how George wants to end it, but he definitely has has an ending in mind. So and the only reason I'm not watching is it's on Cartoon Network and I don't have it. It looks like it could be interesting. Go to StarWars.com. Oh, you can't watch it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, it's. I, I, I will be. I, I'll be honest. The le- the the, fir- the premiere like three episodes were some of the best Star Wars I think I've ever seen. It has really been that good. Um, season one had its ups and downs, but so far season two has just been off to a really really good start. I love the concept, the uh, the rise of the bounty hunters. That's pretty yeah. cool, man. Yeah, this Cad uh, Cad Bane character is really 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 cool. That was neat to sit on that. Frank, cool stuff. What was the highlight for you, Frank? 
Um, talking to Princess Leia <laughs> in her slave costume. She was pretty. Um, talking to a lot of people. I made a point to kind of interview. Hopefully we'll get those interviews. Hopefully those interviews are on this show. But I used the unreliable reporter. Yeah. Um, but I interviewing Darth Maul. Yeah, I interviewed a Darth Maul. Um, I interviewed I interviewed just a couple of fans, too. Just kind of, hey, what brings you here? And stuff like that. This one girl, she, she was out jogging. And she didn't know what was going on, and she saw the big LED sign outside for Star Wars Day, and she was like, huh? She ran back home, grabbed her, uh, uh, took a shower change, came back, and was enjoying the show. That's cool. She was wearing a little AT-AT pin, uh, a pin like an AT-AT, and that was just something she owned. Yeah, she's, I'm sure she, when she went home, she goes, where's that pin? Where's that pin? <laughs> I know I got that pin. And the one thing she said, it was like, it feels like I'm at home. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. There was a really good Boba Fett. Well, there were a couple of really good Boba Fetts, but one of them had, like, LED lights on the front. And then a really, um, really good jetpack. Very, you know, all distressed looking and everything. I think one of my favorite costumes was Wilkhead. And well, who was dressed up like R2D2, but it was basically a tube yeah. with a helmet on it. <laughs> and his mom was having him stand in one spot so people could take pictures. And you kept hearing, Boom! Boom! Oh, boom! Boom! Stay there, Ethan! And then the helmet would come up. I can't breathe good! Just stay there, helmet! <laughs> she put the helmet back on. People were taking pictures. We saw, we saw a uh, a mom who wheeled up this like two and a half year old baby next to what character was? And the, character, the baby was scared to death, crying. It was leaning, a Tuscan, Tuscan Raider. Raider. Yeah, leaning as far away from the Tuscan Raider as possible. I was like, the baby you're a fall out. Yeah. Bill, what about you? What's your uh, what was your <laughs> your highlight for today? I think that land speeder was awesome. Life yeah. size I wish they would let me sit in it. That was drive it really around sweet. Bit. Yeah, really sweet. I just want to take it around the parking lot a couple times. Did you happen to notice it was floating? <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah. How do they do that? I don't know, but there was it's not touching the ground at all. They put a little Vaseline uh, <laughs> between the ground and the and field. the lens. <laughs> totally made. Totally, totally pulled it off. I just, I would love that. And it, I reached over when nobody was looking. I reached over and touched it. And it kind of bounced and it kind of reset itself a little bit. Ashley's totally buying into this story. <laughs> Your eyes are like, like big, like on Christmas morning. Big. Oh, Anthony Daniels was there, C3PO. He waved at me. No way, really? Just at the end, Tell he was there going through the like just finishing up comics and stuff. And like we just talked to Ray Park, so I was really excited. And. I saw there's no line at all for Anthony Daniels. They were wrapping up, like, taking pictures with the guys who were helping him all day, and, like, they were getting to talk to him individually. And I decided that I was going to stand there and wave at him until he waved back at me. And I just stood there and waved. And then he finally saw me and got this, I don't know who you are or what you're doing, but I'm going to wave back at you. Look. <laughs> That's great. Katie Cook was real nice. Yeah, as yeah. always. As she was doing those little five dollar mini card sketches. Now did you do you she has the most 
precise and elegant hands. Do you I know. see how she works? Oh yeah, yeah it's just it's amazing. It's it looks like it it looks like it shouldn't do what it's doing. You know, the way she moves it, it was just like you shouldn't get that that angle and that that precision from the way you're doing it, but you are. You know what else she could do? She could be a letterer, like a hand letterer. Oh, yeah, totally could. Computer letterer, like yeah, totally could. You know, Starkings and Heliopolis and Todd Klein. God bless you all for doing your job, but she could hand letter comics. Yeah. Her printing is extraordinary. Yeah. yeah. I love her style. It's real cute. Her, it's grown. It's definitely grown on me. Really? It definitely has grown on me. Yeah, I mean, it's cute. I've never, I've never experienced it in a sequential manner. I've never read like a. Have you like, not read the Clone Wars? No, it just doesn't interest me. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, it may be really good. It's just you know, it's just one of those things where if I'm interested, I'm going to seek it out. And I just wasn't interested in it. But I like her style a lot. Yeah. She was born to draw the Muppets too. Yeah. You see that page of Muppet Art yeah, yeah. right there? Yeah. Did the professor get lost, William? Said they're almost here. Oh, okay. You got to remember, it's a mom and two kids. That's true. That's true. Zoe! And uh, no! Not just any mom and two kids, either. Right. So, uh, Death Troopers, the novel that had just come out, I saw it, I, and I'm 90% through with it. And I like it a lot. It's about zombies. They never use the word zombie. It takes place before episode four. Han Solo and Chewbacca are in it. Um, oh, nice. I didn't know that. Yeah. And uh, I'm really enjoying it. I mean, it's because it's like nothing you've ever read in the Star Wars universe. One of the um, artists we talked to briefly mentioned that. Okay. And he said on the Luke, on the Star Wars website, there was a week where they had submissions where people could send in their version of, of their zombie versions of their heroes. And for one week, they had artwork like that. Wow. There was an artist there, and I can't remember his name, but he had done, he had taken like all the, um, the main six movie posters. It was, uh, was it Dorman's? No, 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 no. no Drew Struzan. No, 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 no. No, it wasn't Drew Struzan. It was, sure? yeah, positive. It was, uh, with a C. Um, yeah, red. No, I'm talking about the original art was done by Drew Struzan. Oh, right, yes, yes. yes. So they took all six, he took all six of those and zombified them. It was sweet. Matt Bush. Yes, that was that guy, yes. What was his name? Matt Bush. Matt Bush. Yeah. And uh, I would have bought a print of those. He had, like, original canvas paintings there, but he said they hadn't made prints of them yet. Mm. They were sweet. The Empire one, just for those playing at home, <laughs> the Empire Strikes Back one was the, the, the typical Empire Strikes Back poser, poster with Han leaning over Leia. And in this one, to zombify him, as he leaned over, um, blood was streaming out of out of his mouth into uh, landing <laughs> on, her landing face. Into her on face. Oh. So. That's romantic. That's love. Yeah. The episode three poster was cool. It showed. Now you see the silhouettes of Obi Wan and yeah. fighting with lightsabers crossed. Parts of their insides were missing. You could see through. And, it was fun. In the end. Yes, thank you. What are you doing? Dyke. So, the, uh, the Death Troopers, if you like zombies and you like Star Wars, then you'd probably like this book. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, 
it's fairly simple. Yeah, I, I, I like that description. There they are. It's fairly simple and straightforward. This is how we're going to get Johnny M to read the Star Wars book. He might. Shall we entertain them with our trivia contest story? Oh, definitely. Rob, let's pause this now while we have station identification. Pause. You're listening to the HHWLOD Radio Network. Hey, you people are dorks. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to watch the Clone Wars TV series until I've seen the Clone Wars movie. I prefer to let George Lucas disappoint me in the order he intended. The professor is here now. Hello. Hello professor. Hi. Glad to be here. Zach and Cody are here too. Easy. Okay. And the chitlins. Zoe would get that if she was half conscious. I know. I got that. <laughs> so, no, uh, before you tell, why is Zoe half conscious? Uh, she was up partying late at a Halloween costume birthday slumber party last night until like 4 a.m. Whoa! Her and her peeps were partying. Nice. Um, you should have seen these little seven, eight-year-olds in their decked-out costumes. They were extremely elaborate. A West Plano sense of, you know, they were very cute. Okay. So she's a tired one. Okay. So, but, so, okay, so you guys had something happen. Yeah, so there was a trivia panel today at the convention and at first they let all the little kids go up there and then they did the adult trivia right so instead of what they did is this guy dressed as a Jedi just walked through the audience randomly picking people you know who had their hand up okay okay and so he passed us by and I, and I was Russell and I were both pointing at Ashley like this here and he passed us by and I said, dude, this girl knows more than you do. So he turned around and said, all right, you're the, you're the next person to go up. Sage is not happy. So anyway, are you sure you want to talk about this? Because what if the listeners decide that that question was valid? That's their opinion. Okay. I'm pretty sure the three of us agree that it wasn't. One of the questions, or the, the question that Ashley was asked is... And if they can prove that it is, then I'll be... Okay. okay. Was, what were the last two lines... What was it? What were the last two lines? I can read you it. Oh, did you type it out and text yeah. it to somebody? <laughs> the last two lines that Obi-Wan... That Obi-Wan what were the last two lines of dialogue Obi-Wan said to Luke before he blew up the Death Star? Oh, man. Look at that thing. Look at that. <laughs> now, they said before he blew up the Death Star? He spoke those lines after he blew up the Death Star. Are you sure he said before? If it's after, the Force will be with you I always. I don't remember. With you always. I could have sworn he said before. I just think he said one of the last two now, lines that Obi-Wan Kenobi spoke in Star Wars. No. Here's, here's the issue he, I no, have with no, that. No, 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 no. He said before or after the Death Star because then I asked myself... First or the first or second Death Star because I was working it out in my head and I was like, no, Luke blew up the first one. He didn't blow up the second one. So if he said either before or after the Death Star, I could sworn he said before. Let's pretend he said after. Okay. If he said before, he meant after because it was a mistake. And probably if he had said before, people would call him on. You know what I mean? I guess. What are the last two lines? Obi Wan Kenobi says to Luke Skywalker. Did he say that? He says to Luke, or just says, period. To Luke. Says to Luke after Luke blows up the desk. May the force be with you, always. Frank answered the answer that the guy wanted. Right. And I think that's one line. 
But he's, he's, he's specified two lines. And I'm, upon further thought, I'm thinking, well, if in the script it was, you know, you could actually see May the Force be with you. Period. period always. Always. Period. Then that's that counts. We were, I was a little... Uh, if you're going to ask questions in a trivia contest, you want to make... Yes, you want to make sure that you have, you ask a question that has a very clear and concise answer. And not one that has any kind of uh, gray area or... It's like when I, when I did my DC thing. My D, I never told you about my DC uh, trivia contest I did. I was like, okay, who is the Blue Beetle? That didn't go over very well. Then I asked, okay, okay. But who's the Green Lantern? And that didn't go over very well. And then I, you know, then I said, well, okay, um, spell uh, Superman's uh, Kryptonian name. Well, then that didn't go over very well. Which then I said, so, so then I said, um, okay, tell me Power Girl's origin. And then that didn't go over. But see, that's a joke. I'm just kind of, you know, I'm thinking the most, the most vague yeah. you could possibly, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Who's the Flash? <laughs> Which flash? Yeah. Um, so anyway, I was kind of put out. Maybe it's just because I'm the dad. Mm-hmm. Protecting yeah. your daughter. Well, no, because like he gave, he, this guy reading the questions didn't even know how to pronounce ninety-eight percent of the things That's that he was too. saying. He mispronounced everything. And he was reading them out of a book. I mean, I can understand that, but he probably just had to be like taught before he could. So maybe he was more of an MC and not a fan. Well, he just kind of got. MC. And like I answered ninety-five percent of the questions as I sat down. I was shooting off. <laughs> yeah, we just really Anyway, say thank you. Thank and you, Frank. The, like, What's that? After they got to You're the welcome. finalists, okay, thank you, they're Frank. like, okay, we're going to get to the hard questions now. They weren't hard. I answered every single one of them. There was there was one really good question, yes. and I was like, "Now that's a good story." Dude, what system? Question. What system were they in after they detach? After the Millennium Falcon detached from the Star Destroyer yes. and Empire Strikes Back? They're hiding. And they're hiding. Oh, and they're oh that is a away from the rest of the, with that, the rest of the garbage. That Who did the answer to that question? Russell. Russell. <laughs> what was the answer? The Anoat system. Is that in the movie? Yes, it is. Yes, yeah. it is. Right before he says, this Lando. is interesting. Lando. Lando system? There you go. That's good. Well, Russell, so, oh, go ahead. We were just, you know, as the questions were going on, we're all back here answering them all. People are turning and looking at us like, shut up. <laughs> Oh, Russell, what's happening on Legion of Dudes? What do you guys have coming up? Well, we'll have our Halloween horror extravaganza this Thursday. Do you think it'll be better uh, executed than our Halloween? Well, <laughs> only in the fact that we are, and we talk about this all the time, we are incessant planners and overly anal and, <laughs> and overly edit everything. So, um, See, it this- won't be... This, this show which is why I think we're a good mix, is a lot more off-the-cuff and a lot more just kind of <laughs> like I think this. I think this proves how off-the-cuff I'd like to propose something to Bill, to, to Frank. Okay. I'd like to propose something to Frank. Let's take a page from the LOD uh, uh, playbook. Okay. And let's, let's try to plan a little more of a concrete thing every once in a while. And then they have to do one of yours. <laughs> I think he's talking crazy. But we've been talking about That's that. That's crazy talk. We might as well. I mean, I uh, mean 
I, you know, it's funny you should bring the, not not to talk too much shot, but I've actually been thinking about the show, like not changing the format, but doing more concrete format things. Well, see, this show goes through cycles. When we started it, it was definitely like that, mm-hmm. you know. And then we got I don't want to use the word careless, but I don't know what other word fits. Comfortable. Comfortable. We got comfortable. Yeah. And then we'd have several shows of nonsense. Yeah. With a with that a still to- continues with a topic peppered in there. Yeah. And then we were like, you know what? We got to buckle down. We got to do topic, 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 topic. And then lately, we've kind of been like nonsense. I mean, oh, I thought 143 was real good. I, I was, was 143. I can tell you right now. Bill, what was it? was no. Kevin Dang. and uh, my brother's phone yeah. call, Johnny yeah. M's phone call. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard that. It's okay. still good content. You're not missing anything. <laughs> I must I must say that one of the things I truly think has been an awesome addition to the show is, of course, Bill in general, but the audio Twitter kills me. It absolutely kills me. Bob, Bill, I think you have Every, started a new trend. Uh, kills and, me. Yeah. Hey, now. Real live content. Um, yeah, the audio tutors are awesome, but I like, you know, what to say to say, and I'm wondering if maybe we can, uh, I can't remember which one of you guys, I think it was Frank suggested, maybe we do an edition of, I'm sorry, what was that, starring your, your aunt? Your in-laws. In-laws? <laughs> maybe we could, maybe we could do that once. I think that there was some gold in there. There's some, and I unless see a lot of potential. Up to you. I played some of that for you. You played it You played us. it, but we never made it on air. I think, yeah. I think there's a lot of potential there. Yeah, we could do interviews. Yeah, and I've got probably a few, a few hours worth already. So maybe we could, maybe if you're comfortable with that, phrases that you oh, could translate I for him. Love it. Okay. But, I mean, I'm the one that recorded them because I get a kick out of the way they talk. All right, then that's on board. Then we will. That's awesome. What was that? Well, there's a lot Starting, of missing uh, teeth and whiskey involved. <laughs> 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 and okay. and uh, head wounds, like you know, old head wounds. Wow. <laughs> but uh, going back to Russ, so you're planning your Halloween episode. So this Thursday will be Halloween. Following Thursday will be uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen Black Dossier. And uh, I don't know what's up for that. You know, I, I do have to commend, commend you. I, I love the way you guys do your stuff. It is. But uh, unlike us, it's very organized, very insightful. I want to tell everyone out there who, you know, maybe just listen to have our way to it. There. You know, if you really want to know what's in a book and stuff like that, Legion of Dudes, check out the books that they're talking about. Because I got so much out of uh, Old Man Logan, uh, them talking about it. And they do a great job. Just a Legion of Dudes every Thursday on the same page. And extended editions. We have an extended edition coming out, right? Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, there a couple days after this episode is. So me and Russell, my brother, talking about Star Wars in concert. Um, I was going to say something just a second ago. You said something that spurred a thought in my brain. This doesn't happen very often. Um, what were you talking about? You're talking about... Thank you, sir. Uh, audio I totally forgot what I was going to say. We were talking about audio Twitter. We were talking about doing a segment with our family. We were talking to Russell about something. Uh, Halloween. Uh, I'm sure I'll remember. Staying on topic. As soon as we start. Stay on topic. Stay on target. Stay, Stay on, on topic. topic. I need to get that sound bite. Stay on target. <laughs> uh, mosquitoes have arrived. Okay. Then maybe is that our sign to leave? <laughs> no. Oh. Start eating garlic. And it, it actually had nothing to do with what you guys were 
we're talking about, which is strange. I'd like to propose to you and Bill. She's already married. Like when we reach episode 150, we have a, a live Colin show. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. So what do you think? Yeah. When, what's the math on that? What what well, episodes? Is 45. So 45. Six and eight nine zero. So it'd be roughly six weeks from now. Okay. Let's do that. Yeah. We could probably. And don't you think it's it's appropriate? It's yeah, time. Sure. Last Colin show we did was what the Star Wars Star Trek movie. Yeah, yeah. I think that one went over very well. I do too. And, and I always love. Oh, Ashley's got her calendar. So today's the twenty fourth. If we go one, two, three, four, five, six, maybe the first weekend of December. Okay. Which would be Saturday the fifth, Sunday the sixth, approximately. Wait, today again? Saturday the fifth. Okay. Sunday the sixth, approximately. You guys gonna be in town that weekend? I I will be in town that weekend. You will. You got ball game? What weekend is it? The first weekend of December. No, I'm, uh, November 28th, I think, is the last game. Okay. Second week, of, uh, that's the week after that, I am out of town all weekend. There you go. Okay. I'm going to Seattle, baby. Mm. So maybe that's the, cool. the weekend, the first weekend of December. Yes. So we'll, we'll tentatively plan that for now. Okay. I just think it's time and take some pressure off of us. <laughs> Not, not that we ever really, you know. Do we really lack in the pressure department? Not that we ever put any effort into this show. I leave for New York in 27 days. Really? Yeah. Ashley gets to go to the Mason's so, Thanksgiving Day Parade. And you're be I got my package in the mail on Thursday. How long are you up there? Um, I leave. You're going to be gone a week. Yeah, I leave on the 21st, trying to get back on the 27th. That's cool. I'm really excited. What's going on over there? <laughs> I'll tell you off here with you. Okay. No, I asked, okay, I asked her. Sage had his head just on the table. And I said, what's up with Sage? And Bill whispers to me, he goes, he's crazy. <laughs> he's not very responsible. <laughs> no. Okay, we're going to wrap this up. All right, we want to thank uh, Umberto Montoya, Bert the Stormtrooper, for, uh, for sponsoring this episode. Also, our good friends at DCBS and in stock trades. They always take care of us. And uh, we'll see you next week, right? On a half hour wasted. How's that sound, guys? Yeah. That means we'll have to. That means we'll have to record sometime this coming week. Yeah, we will. No. I mean, uh, yes. Good. Hey, uh, take this and and ah! take this and, and have him say the So, so guys, before we do that, let's all say bye. Bye, bye. listeners. Adios. Thank you, Linda. Thank you, little bit.